Touchdown, Los Angeles. You are Locked On Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Rams Nation. What's happening? What's good? It's your boy Bear Motter of Rams Podcast, and this is Lockdown Rams. Wednesday edition of Lockdown Rams. We are back and fully loaded. Got an awesome episode for you guys today. We're going to kind of take from what we did in the past during the regular season and mix it up a little bit today. Typically, Wednesdays would be a crossover day. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of have a non-traditional, traditional crossover. We're going to kind of tap into Lockdown 49ers and Lockdown Chiefs and kind of hear what some of the conversations have been going on this week in their world. Obviously, the biggest game of the season, the biggest game potentially in American sports is on Sunday, the Super Bowl. We're going to be talking about that here uh, a little bit as well. We're going to talk about the media day. Again, we're going to hear from Lockdown Chiefs, Lockdown 49ers. They've had some good guests on. They did their crossover. So we're going to kind of pick and pull a little bit, give you a little inside listen to what some of the other things are happening here on the network. Obviously, Super Bowl around the corner is exciting. I want to hear their take here on the show and then allow you guys to go and listen to the full episode if you want to hear more. Again, lots of great stuff coming from those two groups as well as Lockdown NFL. You know what you're getting from the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. And of course, as I've told you before, we are expanding like crazy. Over 7 million downloads uh, in the past month. That is incredible for this company and what they've done. We've expanded to having every single MLB, every single NFL, NBA. We've got NCAA as well as every single team in the National Hockey League. So we are covering all the bases here. Uh, so if you have another team that you're interested outside of football, go check it out. Go check out the Lockdown Podcast Network on all different downloading devices. Of course, you can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Podcasts, as well as Himalaya. Hit the subscribe button, shoot us five star, whatever you're feeling. But we got a great show for you guys today. So with that, let's just kick right into it. The LA Rams are not in the Super Bowl this year, but their presence will still be felt. I'm Bear Motter of Lockdown Rams, and this is your lead story. A year ago around this time, Sean McVay was focused on getting his team ready for the biggest game on the planet, being the Super Bowl. This year, a little bit different, but we will still see a presence from Sean McVay and the Rams organization during this big weekend. ESPN announced earlier in the week that Sean McVay will be a guest analyst on the network's Super Bowl 52 pregame show. Again, this is going to come live from Miami in the Hard Rock. McVeigh said, quote, I'm very honored and excited to serve as a guest analyst with ESPN for their pregame coverage for the Super Bowl. I look forward to helping provide an in-depth look at both teams and highlight the specific matchups and schemes coming from a coaching perspective that has been instrumental in both the Chiefs and the 49ers earning a chance to play for a world title. So if you thought you'd go Super Bowl Sunday without seeing a presence from the Rams, you were wrong. I cannot wait to see what Sean McVay brings to this group on the pregame show with ESPN. Obviously, you know, on Super Bowl Sunday, there's about, uh, feels like 15 hours of lead up and show to kind of bring up into the big game. Uh, but on ESPN, I will be glued over there because Sean McVay does an amazing job. If you listen to any of his press conferences, as soon as he walks up, and the way that he talks about football, not only on a analytical side and breaking down scheme, as he mentioned in his quote that he'll be doing 
on this show, but as well as in a human nature, kind of connecting and relating. He says all the right things at all the right times, and he always seems to have a positive spin on it. Probably one of the reasons why I love him so much. But I cannot wait to hear his take as he starts to break down some film. It's kind of like what we all have always wanted from him. As much as he talks about, oh, in the third quarter, it was third and two. We were on our own 42. And you're in how he remembers those type of plays, especially that he has played both these teams. Obviously, the Chiefs being last year, but the Niners twice this year. Can't wait to hear him break down. I'm sure he's going to use references from the times that they were matched up against each other during the season, talking about their strengths, their weaknesses, what they saw with the Rams, some of the things they tried to do, as well as then taking on the idea of being coached for the Chiefs or being coached for the Niners and how he would approach uh, Kansas City's offense or the Niners defense. So I'm really excited to see what Sean McVay brings to this broadcast. Hopefully he's not too good, as JB Long said in his tweet when he talked about this. We don't want to see him take this Tony Romo role where all of a sudden he becomes amazing at this and then he starts having people pull him that way. But he is young. He is one of the best offensive-minded coaches in the NFL. So we hope that we see him here with Los Angeles for a long, long time. Obviously, 2020, opening a brand new stadium. He got a contract extension after that Super Bowl run last year. So he's going to be around for a while. But exciting to see him on the national spotlight on the biggest game. Talking about football. No better guy to do it. I uh, really wish he was ready and prepping for a Super Bowl himself, but uh, you never know. This kind of, uh, you know, having that taste in your mouth last year of getting to the Super Bowl, being the coach, and then this year, missing the playoffs completely, you know there's going to be some motivation for these guys. But if you guys are trying to kill some time on that Sunday morning, trying to figure out what to watch, make sure to tune into ESPN and listen to our head football coach, Sean McVay, break it down, X's and O's. Both teams getting you ready for the Super Bowl. I know I will be watching that 100%. But that wasn't the only Rams reference that I saw so far in this media week as we continue to go further and further. They had uh, on Monday some of the guys come out for the media obligations and have some interviews. We're going to hear on the other side. We're going to talk a little bit more about that media week. We're going to listen to into Lockdown Chiefs. And we're going to highlight the Chiefs and the Niners in the next two segments as we continue to break down this game. We're only a handful of days away from the Super Bowl. Hope you guys got your popcorn ready and your beer on ice. This thing is going down soon. We are going to pick this all up on the other side, talk a little bit more about both teams coming into this game. We'll be right back right after this. Before we get over the next segment, let's talk about sex, baby. Let's talk about blue oochoo. Yeah, that's about all I'm going to do as far as some karaoke. But you guys get the deal. We're talking about Blue Chew, one of our favorite sponsors here on the show. I complained all season about the Rams not being able to get shipping down, but we'll get that figured out next year because Blue Chew is for all you guys that are listening and even for the girlfriends that might be listening. Hook up your man and get some Blue Chew ready because it's not just for guys who can't perform, but it's for guys who are looking for some extra boost in the bedroom. This goes both ways, people. For the guys, you get to kind of show off your skills. For the ladies, you get... Some improvement in the bedroom. Uh, so no complaints all around. And what's best, they're made here in the USA, shipped directly to you. So you don't have to go to the pharmacy or stand in line. Mr. Modder, your boner pills are ready. None of that. No embarrassing doctor visits. They just come to your door and boom, like that, you're ready to go that night. You can also take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as the pills. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. 
So all you got to do, because they've got an awesome special deal just for our listeners, is visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment for free when you use the promo code LOCKEDON. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew, B-L-U-E, Chew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to try it for free. BlueChew is better, cheaper, and the faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Well, now that we got the bedroom covered, let's talk about uh, covering some finances, and that can be done this weekend with my bookie. Remember, if you're that type of guy that thinks you know all about the sports and can call every single game, well, you might as well be getting paid for it. And you can do that with my bookie and put cash in your wallet today between the end of football season with the Super Bowl, all the prop bets that they're going to have. NBA in full swing and obviously college basketball off and cracking. It is time to get off the sidelines and get into the action with my bookie. If you're the guy that likes to bet a little but win a lot, aren't we all, right? You could try out a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet on multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you up more ways to win. If you join right now, mybookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you put $2,000 down, you're going to get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Doesn't get better than free money, people. Just use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code LOCKEDON. Take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Well, we had media day earlier in the week, and we saw... Uh, the Chiefs and the Niners both in white jumpsuits. It looked like they were almost ready to go to the moon. They looked like astronauts out there. But, uh, you know, they're both red teams. So instead of having two different reds or one team gets to wear red and the other team doesn't, uh, they went with the white and then kind of threw the red uh, as the outlining color for both teams. But it was kind of interesting as you, you know, I briefly watched a little bit of it. And to see it was kind of confusing. Who's who? Uh, obviously, they've been doing in the past where instead of, um, you know, kind of just having guys spread out throughout the whole arena, which they still do have kind of some podium set up, uh, but they make kind of a main stage and they interact both of the teams together. So you saw two of the best tight ends in the league uh, together there, George Kittle and Travis Kelsey kind of taking selfies and talking and the two quarterbacks were together. Uh, but at times, you know, if you're looking from a distance, you're like, wait, who's who? Everyone's wearing white. It's kind of confusing with red trim so uh not sure if i was a huge fan of that but also this is always an interesting time with the questions and what is going to be happening uh and you know obviously with the news that broke out a lot was involving kobe bryant and you know the relationship and some of the players and their thoughts on that that was all just kind of crazy timing with that but uh let's kind of check in this was from lockdown chiefs earlier in the week as they were talking about um, you know, getting ready for this media week and all the excitement that is around it. So here's Lockdown Chiefs. This is Chris and Ryan of Lockdown Chiefs and their kind of preparations as they were getting ready for media day. Normally, first night of media at the Super Bowl is a, an absolute mess, right? And it only gets worse from there. So what is this kind of these particular circumstances outside of this, the Super Bowl world? What, what does that do for effect on these players? I think the biggest thing is you start looking at what it is going to mean for these players and how that affected them. Uh, I think you start looking at, okay, well, 
this is just one more thing that they have to try to put out of their mind so they can get focused on what they're doing. And, you know, Kansas City has had this entire season of this is our goal. This is where we're going to go. And they were told by one of their owners, they were told by their owner that they were a Super Bowl bound team before the season even started. We kind of talked about that in the open. I really think that this is going to be a little bit of a distraction for everybody. And I do think that it's going to be talked about tonight. Uh, Really, the more interesting thing to me is what's asked of all these different players that have different things out there. What's asked of Patrick Mahomes? What's asked of Travis Kelsey, Frank Clark, Tyreek Hill? Those guys that have things out there in their past that they don't necessarily have to talk about in Kansas City. They're going to be asked tonight, and that's going to be a big thing. How is that handled tonight? Obviously, they have had to been coached up for this opportunity and for this uh, for this situation. So you know that that's going to take into account, but it's still a big question mark. So that's Ryan and Chris from Locked On Chiefs kind of prepping for that media day that actually was on Monday. Uh, and that was kind of recorded before the media day. And really, you didn't miss too much. There wasn't a lot of excitement that came out. Again, it was uh, a lot about the the Kobe stuff. And they talked about potentially for both teams, that being a distraction, not in a negative way, but also just something that's on your mind as you're going into one of the biggest days. We also saw that they talked about earlier in that podcast was uh, Kareem Hunt was in the news as well, former running back for their team. Uh, and he talked about... Uh, with the police officer, the dash cam was released and it talked about how he's so bummed right now that he's not with his team, that he feels like he should be at the Super Bowl. Uh, the, the police officer asked, you know, hey, if you had a drug test right now, would you pass? He said, no, probably not. This is again in the offseason. This was the last couple weeks ago or whatever. So there was still some news and, and questions going around about Cream Hunt. And then obviously Tyree Kill had some issues. So And they've got Frank Clark, who has kind of come out and made some statements in the past, like he did against Derrick Henry. But nothing really, as kind of looking at the post part of that conversation, nothing really major came out uh, from either side as far as bulletin board material or, oh my gosh, I can't believe he said this. It was pretty calm. And maybe because the Rams weren't involved, I didn't see as much coming out of it as I did last year. And again, like I said, with being involved with the Rams and being you know, finding everything that was going on. I was so in tune with every single report and anything that kind of came through and watched the whole thing on TV, on the NFL Network. But this one just didn't seem to have the hype around it um, as it did last year. But again, I could be looking through, uh, you know, some Homer eyeglasses here. But but really the exciting thing for both teams was just kind of being able to showcase the young quarterbacks, uh, you know, looking at Andy Reid and being able to kind of get into it. And as I said, you know, kind of Rams making their appearance, uh, we did see kind of, you know, they talk about all the hoopla and the crazy reporters from all over the country. And you get uh, TV shows sending their sidekicks in to ask funny questions. You usually always have the barstool guys trying to like sneak in with fake mustaches and whatnot. Uh, but they did have an Andy Reid lookalike. And if you remember from the kick, punt, and pass competition when Andy Reid was like 13, but he looked like he was 35, just towering over everyone else, uh, it was in a Rams horn helmet. Uh, and there was a guy that dressed up as Andy Reid, that 13-year-old kick, punt, and pass competition, uh, was walking around in kind of like a really tiny Rams uniform and a Rams helmet. So he was kind of a big hit, saw him around the internet, listen to these guys talk about him as well on the podcast. And uh, that was pretty fun. And then also just seeing Andy Reid kind of be able to enjoy this 
uh, with the Eagles. Obviously, they went to, I think, four consecutive NFC Championship games. They finally crossed over and got into a Super Bowl, and there's actually an interesting video going around, I think, on the Checkdown Instagram, but it could have probably picked up by multiple people of Donovan McNabb being interviewed and talking about that run and then kind of calling out T.O. for being a distraction and T.O. responding and saying that Donovan McNabb was partying and puking in the huddle. Uh, so Super Bowl always brings the limelight, but it's good to see a guy like Andy Reid uh, have an opportunity first time with the Chiefs to bring them to the Super Bowl and really have a really good chance uh, to win this. And then on the other side, you got Shanahan, you know, was in the Super Bowl. If you look back to when he was a coordinator with Atlanta, they had the big lead on the New England Patriots and just blew it. He had to answer some of those questions during media day, but We'll see how he handles it back in the big game. And if they get a lead, uh, looking across the field at Patrick Mahomes, we saw him in that Tennessee Titans game. We saw him in that Houston Texans game. Being down does not so much mean being out for him. So it'll be interesting to see what they do if they get up and get a big lead, how Coach Shanahan will kind of approach that if they get that lead and how he's going to play call, all those different things. I mean, he took the job right after the Super Bowl, came over to the 49ers, and now this is his first time back in a Super Bowl since. So lots of storylines when you look at that as well. Uh, we're going to talk more about this. We kind of talked a little bit about that media day. We're going to kick over. We've got a great couple clips from Brian Peacock as he had JT Sullivan, former San Francisco quarterback a few years ago, uh, stepped in when they had some injuries uh, kind of a journeyman around the league. And they talked about some of the things that you want to look at at both quarterbacks with Patrick Mahomes as well as Jimmy Garoppolo. So we're going to kind of tune into what they had on their show the other day. More on this Super Bowl coming up right after this. as we talk about this game and we're looking at uh, you know the high-powered offense of the Kansas City Chiefs versus this dominant defense of the San Francisco 49ers. Kind of a match made in heaven when you're looking at a Super Bowl. I mean, last year coming into it was the New England Patriots and all of their legacy and Tom Brady and you know, all the Super Bowl rings coming in against this very young, immature, never been there before team, high-powered offense. But obviously we saw defense kind of won in that game. And really the Rams defense played pretty well in that game too. I don't think they ever get enough credit in that game looking back. I mean, they held uh, the New England Patriots to 13 points and really were in that thing. If you look at a couple different plays that if they go a different direction, uh, you might be talking about a different outcome. Brandon Cooks in the end zone will always look back to that one. Tough catch to make with uh, the defensive play that was made on him, kind of grabbing his arm down. But Jared Goff, he delivers a little bit crisper of a ball. Uh, we don't want to go too far down into memory lane. But in this game, you also have a couple of really good quarterbacks. Jimmy G hasn't had to do much in this playoff run, but that's not really his fault. The ground game has been so dominant. Their defense has been dominant. They've been winning by multiple possessions every time. And then you look at the Chiefs, the kind of the almost the heart attack kids, the comeback boys. Uh, they've been down in both of their games, but their offense is so potent. We've seen that firsthand in that Monday night football game last year where it was, you know, 50 points versus 50 points and it went over, uh, uh, you know, 100 plus points together. And the Rams pulled that out at the very end. But let's listen in to Brian Peacock as they look at both quarterbacks. We'll start with Patrick Mahomes and what is the difference in him and how great is he and really what he can bring to the Super Bowl. 
JT, when it comes to Patrick Mahomes, the thing that blows me away is the ceiling and how good he is at his greatest, but then limiting mistakes too. Because you see a lot of gunslinger guys and the ball comes out with these weird, you know, this weird footwork and sidearm and different angles. And he has only thrown five interceptions. I mean, that part of his game is mind blowing what he can do at the top end, but then also limit mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's pretty fascinating. We're really at kind of a golden or in my opinion, entering a golden kind of era for young quarterbacks, these guys that are, and they've gotten a chance to watch guys like Aaron Rodgers, who does similar things and doesn't turn the ball over. Like obviously last week, the NFC championship game was out of character, but that's almost the norm now where some of these reads and the way that offense has evolved, it's, there's no reason to force it. You know, these RPO game, the opportunity for how these teams can scheme people up, it's so much better than it ever has been in the past. So there is no reason to throw contested balls. You know, you can, you know, get a check down and live to fight another day or use your feet. You're you're one of the better athletes. You know, I was the slowest guy in the NFL field. You know, these guys, none of them are anymore. They're all great athletes. They're all, you know, they could play multiple positions. And so they just play quarterback now. And so it's one of those things where the game has changed, and I think they're better with their decision-making. The schemes are better. But then just the overall understanding of the importance of the football, I think Patrick Mahomes has shown that he's done a great job with it. And to, there's another element that you know I just don't have an answer for. The guy makes ridiculous throws, and some of those throws should be picked, but they haven't been. And so to tell you know how are you going to tell them to stop doing some of those things? <laughs> right, you know, it's yeah. Just, it's great. You, you almost feel like eh, – you know, I don't know. I haven't gone back and watched every single Patrick Mahomes game, but I can't think of a bad game. You know, I really can't. Now, a front like the 49ers can make you have a bad game really fast, but like I really can't think of a bad game. And kind of like the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo to a certain extent. You look at their records and you're just like, how did they do this? This is not, you know, high school football. These guys are playing in the league and they have these records and making these kind of performances consistently. So it's just a, it's, it's great to watch as a fan of quarterback play. So, again, that's Brian Peacock and JT O'Sullivan, former quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers back in the Mike Singletary days of the head coach. And they talk about in that episode uh, kind of his transition with the Niners. And he grew up in that area and he was just kind of honored to have an opportunity to be a starting quarterback at a certain time. He was primarily a backup a journeyman across the NFL, but he creates some really great stories in this episode. So make sure to go give a listen over at Lockdown 49ers. But he mentioned a really good simple point, but just go back and try to look at a game where Patrick Mahomes has a bad game and it's just hard to find. He was so great with protecting the football. He's so great with innovating different ways to move the football around. He's great when they're down. He's great when they're up. He can throw the deep ball. He can run the football. He's so dangerous in so many different ways. And obviously, if you're a Niner fan or you're looking at this game for the 49ers, there's so many things you have to put into consideration when trying to defend him. And no lead is safe, as we talked about. Shanahan, I'm sure, has that in his head. Like, if we are up, this is what we need to do to continue to push the pedal to the metal. But um, I do want to cut back to their interview because they did a great job kind of hitting both sides of this. This is now Brian Peacock and JT O'Sullivan talking about Jimmy Garoppolo and what he brings at the quarterback position. I've always raved about Jimmy Garoppolo's quick release, and I saw it when he was at the at the Senior Bowl, and it was like, wow, this guy, the ball comes out different. It comes out instantly, and I, I couldn't remember seeing a quarterback where the ball came out so quickly, and you talk a lot about his footwork on one of your videos there at the QB school, and I got to believe those things are obviously related, and mechanically, these two quarterbacks couldn't be more different. Yeah, I mean, nobody's really similar to Patrick Mahomes, but I, I will say you, you're right on, and I'm, and I'm glad that... <laughs> 
the content is resonating a little bit as far as what I'm trying to do. I, I really think the Jimmy Garoppolo model is the more uh, applicable, repeatable model for most players, especially young players. It would be great. I, there's no quarterback that I recommend more for younger players to watch than Jimmy Garoppolo. And playing quarterback is all about the ground up, and his base is, in my opinion, the best in the league consistently. Now, it hasn't translated into great stats here in the playoffs, but his base, and what I mean by that is all his cleats in the ground, powerful throwing position, and then you translate that to the upper body quick release, it's a great combination. He's he's a talented, talented thrower. And for whatever reason, being confident, scheme, not having to do it, they haven't done it recently. But I remember in the preseason, I think I did a video on Garoppolo because 49er fans were like losing their mind that he had one bad preseason game. The guy has impeccable fundamentals. And so, and I know that that's how they're, they're teaching it. I know it's how he's been taught at different places and it resonates and you can see it. And that allows consistency. Now, the thing with Patrick Mahomes and his base is he doesn't have to do that. He's throwing from all different platforms all the time and he's got crazy arm talent where Garoppolo has got a quick release, but his base, in my opinion, allows him to be more consistent throwing the ball, delivering on an accurate timing based stuff. And so I love to watch him. I, I, if I could, you know, bottle up the high school quarterbacks, quarterbacks that I deal with and say, Hey, this is what we want to replicate. It would be Jimmy Garoppolo, you know, with his feet in the pocket at that throwing position at the top of his drops. Again, a great breakdown from JT O'Sullivan as he was kind of looking at uh, both quarterbacks there, but in the last little piece, Jimmy Garoppolo, and talking about his base. And if you guys haven't gone and checked out JT O'Sullivan or don't know really who he is, go check him out on YouTube. He does a QB school where he breaks down film and really gets into the detail of all these quarterbacks, and especially these two teams right now he's going really in on. But uh, obviously coming from a former quarterback, a guy that knows the position, is a coach still uh, to this day, he's got some really great insight. But one of the things you hear him talking about there with Jimmy G and I know maybe that made some of you guys kind of go as he was talking about how all the great things about Jimmy G and a quarterback we saw here in the NFC West and uh, you know there's been a lot of hate between Rams fans and Niner fans but man if that is something you could take away from and really have inserted into our quarterback with Jared Goff is you know, that base and that confidence. And he talked about having all your feet in the ground, all your toes down there and, uh, you know, being able to deliver the ball from that position. And that was something that Jared Goff struggled with and that you could tell some of his throws when they were off, his feet were moving. He was kind of uh, just sitting there, almost looked like he was running in place at times and he just looked panicked. Uh, with his base and if that's something that he can clean up I think Jared Goff has the arm I think he has some of the other technique but it starts from the bottom and you heard uh, JT talk about that and in in Garoppolo and that's one of the favorite things he liked about him but great stuff from those two so go check out the podcast go check out Locked On Chiefs and Locked On 49ers this week they are putting up some amazing stuff getting ready for the Super Bowl and it just brings me back to a year ago when I was getting ready we we're going to go down and watch the Super Bowl, and oh, it's going to be so exciting. Oh, whatever. It's still football. I'm still excited for it, and we are going to kind of pick this up along the week. We're going to have Jake Ellenbogen with us, and I've got a special guest for Friday, someone we haven't heard from in a while. So if you are a longtime listener to the podcast, stay with us all week. We've got an awesome rest of the week with people to talk to as we get ready for this game, as well as continue to talk about any hot news that there is going on for the Rams and looking forward into the offseason on all the decisions that they have to make. So with that said, you know what it is, Rams Nation. Until next time. Peace.